as we continue discussing this subject of Kamash Kansishakonabala, and the Gemara's question is if Kamash Kansishakonabala, how is it possible for a woman to have Kabonis animals' money to buy Kabonis? So the Gemara gave two truths. One tariff the Gemara gave was Kamsa Misasa, that she withheld from her food. And that's how she had leftover money. And since she has leftover money, she can now use that money to buy kabanas. So Tysus asks a question. Tysus the very asks a question that the Gemara Masechtik Subastaf Nun Tesam and Aleph teaches us that any money that's left over, that a wife has left over, does, goes back to the husband. So ask Taisa, so why does it help us that she held back from eating and had leftover money? That money goes back to the husband. So one teretz Taisa suggests is that the Gemara Masechtik Subas teaches us that a husband has a right to tell his wife, see Masa Yadayich that a husband could tell a wife that I won't support you, and if I won't support you, you don't have to give me your money, and I don't have to give you my, and I don't have to give you support, and you could keep your own money. And that's what this Gemara means. In fact, I saw a very beautiful vart from the Sefer Pardes Yosef. The, he asks that we know the Torah tells us that the women participated in donating to the Mishkan. And the question is, how do women have funds to donate to the Mishkin. So he says that in the Midbar, the husbands didn't support the wives. Because whatever they need, they got Shemayim, they got the month from Shemayim. And since they got the month Shemayim, the relationship between the husbands and the wives was like the relationship I just described, where the husband doesn't support and the wife doesn't have to turn over her earnings. And that's why they had their own money to give donations to the Mishnah, Mishkan. That's why he says, the Torah, when it describes those women, describes them as called Chachma slave. Why does the Torah specifically call them Chachma slave, such smart people? Because they knew this halacha, that the halacha of Kamash Shekonabala doesn't apply to them because their husbands weren't supporting them. But then he gives another very important Teretz. Taisha says like this, there are two ways one could save a money. One way of saving money is by finding bargains. And another way of finding money, saving money, is by eating not as much, eating less. He says, when the Gemara Masechtik Suba says that the leftovers go to the husband, he says the Gemara Masechtik Subas means that she was able to get the food, the household needs for cheaper, and therefore that leftover goes back to the husband. But in a case where she was entitled to eat, and instead of eating what she's entitled to, she held herself back to give to the husband to keep that money, that money belongs to her. And that's what the Gemara means here when it says, Shekamtsa Mi Sasa.
It's interesting that I saw from the Sefer Kli Gaila that he draws a distinction between an employee and a wife. He says, if an employer is giving his employees meals, an employee, he says, has no right to eat less than he needs to and be able to keep the leftover or give the leftover to someone else, give it to his family. Because the employer is giving his employee to eat so he should be strong and well and be able to do his job properly. A wife, however, he says, is not an employee of a husband. And since a wife is not an employee of a husband, that rule doesn't apply. The Shulchan, the Ramah in Shulchan Aruch Evan Ezer, Simon Ayn Sifgat Gimel Paskins, Hayisha Shetzimtsev Ahisira, if a woman held herself back, the Maisa belongs to the husband. And it seems, under all circumstances, whether because she found food cheaper or whether because she or whether because she found food cheaper or whether because um, she just ate less than she is entitled to. Why does the Ramah pass in this way? So there's a very interesting piece from the Chavetz Chaim. As we learned in our Gemara, as we learned in our Gemara, the Gemara asked the question, how does the woman have kabonis? How does the wife have kabonis? And the Gemara gave two truths. One tarot says, and the other tarot says, that somebody else gave her money. So the Chavetz Chaim discusses, how do we look at these two truths? Do we look at these two Turutsim? And the Gemara is offering two Turutsim to this question. Or do we look at this as actually a Machloikis? And the second Teretz that says this Pshat holds that under all circumstances, the wife can't have her own money. No matter if she... And, Kimtza, and doesn't agree with Kimtza Misoso. Says the Chavetz Chaim, that that's pshat in the Sibai Seima. That the Sibai Seima says that it's never possible for a wife to have her own money. So now we have a question. Can a wife hold back and have money that doesn't belong to her husband? And it's very relevant to many different shilas in halacha. There's a tshuva, and the shalos of tshuva's raf pa'olim. A woman is married to her husband, but they don't live together. And her, her father is supporting her. But her husband is also sending her money. The question is, the money that her husband sent her, that she never used, because her, she was living by her father, and her father was supporting her, the question is, can she use that? Can she, she use that? Can she use that money? Says the says the um, Rav Paulim. We have here in our Gemara a machlokes. 
the way the Chavetz Chaim is learning. If we, what do we say is the halacha by Kimtza Misasa? And even though we just quoted a Ramah, that the Ramah says that under all circumstances the money belongs to the husband, says the Ramah, says, say the, says the Rav Pa'olim, that over here um, we have an umdana that she didn't get supported by her father and take and have a father give her all that money and take her husband's money and put it in the bank that it should revert back to the husband and therefore we say that it's her money moreover we say that she could keep the she could keep the money moreover whenever we speak in Mishpat, these kind of shilas there's a concept of kimlay the concept of kimlay is that we could, that whoever is holding the money could say that I'm following the opinion that says that I am, that I am um, following that opinion and that I, and, and then you can't take the money away from me because I'm This question continues if regarding many questions about women giving their own stalker. Could women give stalker because they have their own money? So just to quickly just to quickly review so, to review some of these halachas. The halachas are as follows. A woman who donated stalker if it's a matana maruba, if it's a significant amount of money, she doesn't have to fulfill that obligation unless her husband agrees. Say what it means when I say that the husband agrees, it means that the husband agrees without any complaint. However, when it's not a large sum and the husband did not immediately protest, the husband has to provide the wife with that money to pay the nether. Even if the husband gave the wife a gift, that doesn't give the wife the right to give that money away as a as stalker. However, the Orach HaShulchan, there's a very big Chiddush in the Orach HaShulchan. The Orach HaShulchan in Yoridei Simen Reish Memches Sif Yud Beis, says that if a woman ha- is, has a, her own job, even though we're not talking about a situation where the woman who turns over all of her earnings to her husband, still, a woman who's independent, has her own job, has her own business, we don't say, and the halacha will be that the husband will... She, she can make Nidorim to Tzedakah. Even, even when it's a Matana Maruba. It's a very big Hiddish on the Paiskim side. There's another reason why the Paiskim are Makal. Because they say that if we look in the language of the Tznoim, when a couple get married, it says, that the couple will 
handle their financial affairs shava b'shava. So since it says that they're going to be equal, so that means the wife is not so subservient to the husband, and therefore the wife's nadorim have to be honored under all circumstances. So in other words, the Aruch HaShulchan, there are two reasons why a wife should be obligated. One is because, as the Aruch HaShulchan says, women have their own independence in terms of earnings, owning businesses, and also because of the Loshanak Suba of Yishlatu bin Chaseim Shava B'Shava. The Shevet Halevi in Chelik Hay Simen Kuf Lamed Beis is not so satisfied with these Atarim. He says you have to look at every situation independently. What is the situation between the husband and wife? I saw an interesting tshuva from the Igris Moshe in Evan Ezer's Simen Kuf Vav, where a woman wrote a tzavah that she had her own money and she wants to use that money to pay or give um, to give it to whom she wants. Can the husband say it belongs to me? Says Ramosha. And he's trying to say Chiddush. That even though we quoted earlier the Ramah, that the Ramah says that all money belongs to the husband, he says that the Ramah is not disagreeing with the Taisus. He says the Ramah is only referring to a situation, says Ramah where the woman found food or household needs for cheaper. That money goes back to the husband. But a woman who worked hard in, and to, a woman who worked hard her whole life, ate less and therefore has her own money, says Ramosha, even the Ramos says, the Ramos will hold that that money belongs to her. But then Ramosha says a very big hitch. Ramosha says that it seems from Tysus, it's, it's, it's explicit in Tysus, that if a woman save money because she just got food cheaper, that Taisa says is not considered Kimtsa Misasa. So certainly if we take the wording of the Ramah, if we take the wording of the, of the Ramah that the Ramah says that always it goes to the husband. And in this case where it's because she found food cheaper, even Taisa holds that way so, says Ramosha, what does that mean? If a woman went to a store that's in her neighborhood, interesting Kiddush for Ramosha, if a woman went to a store in her neighborhood, and Barakshem, the, the neighborhood store is having a sale, and therefore food is available cheaper, says Ramosha, that is considered that the, that money should revert back to her husband. But if a woman in order to save money, goes, goes and schleps to a store that's not nearby, or goes to many different stores to find food in order to save her husband money, 
That, he says, is also considered, according to Taisvis, and according to Rabbi Shepimsa Misasa, and that money is hers, not the husband's.